my nightlight Stuck in my wall socket Protects me from dangers That slither up the stairs They do without it Hello, Elwood City Limits listeners. This is Will Young here, uh, one of your hosts. And I'm very happy to introduce to you uh, the first of what I hope will be more uh, special interviews under the Elwood City Limits Presents banner. Uh, today, uh, this is our talk. This is my uh, talk with Bruce Dinsmore, who is the voice of uh, Dad Reed, as well as Binky, and in the newer episodes, Bailey. This was a great opportunity to speak with Bruce. Uh, he's a fantastic guy. Really, really enjoyed my time talking to him. And you can uh, find him if you're on Twitter, at uh, Bruce Dinsmore. And uh, yeah, this is a little bit about his experience in theater and as well about uh, his role on Arthur. We even get into a little bit about uh, uh, who his favorite voice is to do, as well as a bit about the NHL. Bruce is a bit of a hockey head. So once again, we're very thankful, myself and Lucas at Elwood City Limits, for the patience uh, of Bruce Dinsmore as well as his uh, affability and uh, gentlemanly manner. This this interview has been a couple of months in the making, so please enjoy. Uh, the audio quality may not be to the level uh, that you're used to here on Elwood City Limits. It's uh, uh, We had to use a different type of recording setup to uh, get this interview, so uh, apologies for that, but I've cleaned it up as best I can, and here it is, Elwood City Limits Talks with Bruce Dinsmore. <laughs> Well, people have been asking for you specifically uh, to uh, as as our first interview for the show. Oh my goodness! Well, I'm very I'm very flattered by that. Um, so I, I'd like to get started because cool. Bruce, you are of course somebody who's been acting for uh, 25 years and perhaps even more on the stage and on the screen. Uh, how early did you start, kind of, in your life? thinking that you wanted to be an actor what made you want to be want to become an actor uh it's all my brother's fault actually uh <laughs> who who now uh, he's three years older than i am and i think it was in grade he would have been in grade 10 maybe we grew up in vancouver and he joined the high school the high school musical i think it was i think it was uh hello dolly ah, uh, classic and, uh, now, and he, I think he played, I think that year he was in this, like in the band, in the symphony, and then the next year he had a role in it, and I went and I saw that, and I was hooked, so, and then when it came, when my turn rolled around in theater school, uh, theater school, in high school, I ended up doing um, Etevia in Fiddler on the Roof, mm-hmm. and if if that part and that play doesn't make you fall in love with the theater and being an actor, then it's really not in your blood. And again, you've been at this for a very long time. I'm very curious. Now, our listeners will know that you're the voice, the longtime voice of Dave Reed and Binky on Arthur, as well as uh, Bailey. Now, when it comes to those performances, did you base, do you base your Arthur performances off of anyone? Anyone that you knew personally or 
any other types of performances? You were mentioning before about uh, uh, playing General Patton and kind of it being <laughs> difficult to not base that off of uh, George C. Scott. Uh, yeah, is, that the, or, is, that, is the same true of your of these particular voice performances? I would have to say no. no. You know, at the time, so long ago, I was I was considerably younger than I am now. Uh, Binky was out of the gate. Binky was his own thing, mm-hmm. and then the challenge became really making Dad not sound like Binky. So uh, in the early, early days of Arthur, you know, the entire cast would be assembled in a studio and we'd have uh, music stands and full scripts and, and we'd work through each and every script um, together, you know, as an ensemble. And so part of that was you were always working in front of one another mm-hmm. and there, there, sometimes there could be this tension of... You know, uh, oh, that's not the way the voice sounded last week, or that's not how, and and those things are kind of magnified in a in a group setting. And I think, you know, Dad, Mr. Reed, has always just been basically me. And it's funny because I only feel I've only really started to feel comfortable doing Dad. Uh, I'm gonna say in the last three or four years. Because okay. now I have I have kids that are nine and fourteen, mm-hmm. and so now I feel like I've really earned that role. <laughs> <laughs> I see but, what you mean. But Binky was kind of yeah no Binky just had his own thing and and uh, I didn't really have I didn't really have a, a, a real life uh, model for that. But um, Bailey uh, was very clearly a childhood misspent uh, with Gilligan's Island. Ah. If you, he's not entirely a ripoff of uh, uh, Lovey and what was his, the uh, professor? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's escaping me. Yes, Lovey. It's very, very. It was that kind of thing, you know, the New England kind of drool. That so Bailey's not quite that. He's a little more. He's a little more of a hybrid to, mm-hmm. towards something else. But that's that's definitely where Bailey came from. I forget that actor's name. He's wonderful. With your musical experience, this is more just me wanting to take a second to affirm something. Recently on the show, we did an extra episode about the first uh, Arthur music CD slash tape. Okay. We were talking about how difficult it must be not only to... uh, to find the voice for these characters, but then to sing in that character's voice, and one that stood out to us was uh, Binky's song, because you... Uh, my <laughs> night light, glowing in my wall uh, socket. Yeah, and I, I, I'm personally very impressed be, at how you're able to effectively communicate that character and sing very well at the same time. That must be a very unique challenge as a voice actor. That's cool. It's well, thank you for the compliment. It's you know, I'd have to say that now Binky is so locked in. Mm-hmm. And the same with people like Danny Brochu who's been doing uh you know, Buster for years and Jody and mm-hmm. and uh and Arthur Holden who does Ratburn that the, that we could pretty much do anything in those voices and that's a good thing because in some of the episodes we've had to like uh the Downton Abbey uh, episode, uh, so that's 
binky through the filter of a British accent through the you know we've done there's been uh, there was a there's been French accents there's been all kinds of stuff that we've there, had to you know there, there was a br- there was a brief one in an episode where you had to do binkies through the lens of how Muffy sounds so <laughs> almost right. imi- imitating one of the uh, one of the other actors Melissa Altro I believe yeah doing yeah. Muffy's voice. So that, yeah, it, no, that it's been challenge. it's been kind of intense and and I think really fun because you know in this day and age it's it's I mean it's rare that uh, that you catch lightning in a bottle like we have like PBS and Mark Brown and and all the people at WGBH have with Arthur mm. but it's kind of a rare circumstance as a performer too to go in studio like. You know, I'm I'm currently recording, not, not obviously not as we speak, but you know, I was in the studio doing Arthur last week and the week before and the week before. We've got we've got lots more coming, mm-hmm. and it's fun, you know, because Deb, our Deb Toffin, our our voice director, will say, "Well, can you try this?" And we go down some crazy roads. But anyway, to your question. The music, the accents, or just the kind of, you know, I think we've done Binky as an old guy. I mean, for sure we've done Binky as old. We've, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. And, and I, yeah, I, can't, I couldn't think of anything more locked in. So if anyone ever, whenever anyone asks me to do the Binky voice or, you know, in the grocery store or anything, it's, it's really not a problem because I access it pretty easily. Do you find that you get noticed uh, by kids or by families, parents who have seen the show? No. No, no it's a totally – it's – it's. Uh, I mean, there's there's kids – I live in a pretty small town. I live outside of Montreal in a little town called Hudson. Mm. Um, no one would ever know, and, and but that's part of the fun of it, actually, is that every now and again – I'll have someone come up to me, you know, I'll be with my daughter at the pool or something, and someone will come up to me, you know, kind of semi-frantic and say, I heard that you're this. And yeah. I'll go, yeah. And then I, if it's a kid, I always get them to close their eyes, and then I just do the voice. And I've had some amazing reactions. I had a young woman burst into tears. Oh, Like, that's just nice. from... Well, just from, like, sheer joy. She was just yeah. like, that was my favorite show. But, like, a completely composed young woman just lose it, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of it's kind of fun in that way that that it's uh, – no one, no one would suspect that you're, you know, this, uh, this semi-beloved character on this show that's been around for a long time unless they, I don't know, had an end to that information or – Sometimes I do some I do some corporate work like any actor to mm-hmm. to pay the bills. So I do radio ads and stuff. And every now and again, someone will say, "Hey, wait a minute, do you you know?" And they'll they'll equate my regular speaking voice with Dad's voice and make oh, the connection yeah. that way. But it's rare that. But I have to say, as an actor, it's kind of a nice thing to have. Not you know, there are a lot of really good actors that have done a lot of you know interesting film and TV and. But it's really nice to have something in your back pocket when you tell people that you're an actor that mm-hmm. generally 99% of them will go, oh, yeah, I've heard of that, or, oh, yeah, I've seen that. It's kind of a relief. 
<laughs> and that you don't have to justify your existence, you know? I mean, already if someone's saying, so what do you do for a living and you're an actor, it's kind of a semi-fail, you know? Right. It's like, <laughs> if you don't know, <laughs> so it's always nice to be able to say, have you ever seen this show called, and you bring out the, you know, the Arthur card and invariably, whether the person's a parent or grew up with it or at least they've heard of it, you know? Arthur's first episode, uh, it aired in October of 1996, so it's been airing since the, the late 90s, over 20 years. What's it been like to be part of the show since the very beginning? And I'll, I'll give you a bit of context here. When Arthur yeah. aired, I was six years old at the time, and now, uh, you know, 20-some years later, I never thought, uh, you know, to say to my... Uh, six-year-old self who was in love with Arthur, one of these days you're going to get to talk to the guy who voices Binky. Like, never in a million years would I have dreamed that. And you've been there since the very beginning. And you mentioned how, you know, it's it's kind of changed a little bit. You used to be uh, do the face-to-face with people yeah. uh, in, when you recorded. Uh, any other big changes that you've seen as Arthur has grown in popularity and stayed popular for over 20 years? Well, you know what? I mean... The way we do it has really changed. Like, for example, now in studio, it's very rare that it's not just every single character, kind of one one at a time. And we'll have uh, Deborah, our voice director, usually in Toronto, and Carol Greenwald, exec producer, will be on the phone from Boston, and there'll be other producers and people, and Greg Bailey, our longtime animation director, will be in studio, and Chantal Paget, our coordinator, all these great people... First of all, they're all the same. They've all they've all been there f- from day one, and I, and I think the the writing team has never lost uh, never lost the character's humanity. You know, he's so in a way it sounds kind of crazy to say, but I think I think the the secret to its longevity is that it hasn't really changed that much. The way we the way we do it has has changed. We're we're you know we're not all in that in in a room together anymore. But that also allows for some for some cool stuff. You know, um, our our voice director was in um, L. A. recently, uh, and I can't give anything away, but you know. Taping, uh, taping uh, uh, with an actress that everyone would know, yeah. and you know that it. I think it's. I think it's more accessible for the show now with technology to to access some of the really interesting characters that we've had, the real life characters that the show's had on. And I think that's also a part of its its enduring quality too. Is that. You know, there's been Yo-Yo Ma's and Michelle Kwan's and Mr. Rogers and these, you know, there's been some iconic people who the show has a certain, has a certain kind of cred, a street cred that, that, uh, that can attract these, these really iconic and interesting people. So that's, that's been a really, uh, a really fun thing to be a peripheral part of. I mean, I haven't been in studio with all these people. I've met some some folks. I, w- I was famously, I don't know what I was, I think I was shooting something, and I wasn't there the day that some people recorded with Mr. Rogers. I think Binky's in the episode, or Dad is, but I, anyway, we, we picked me up on another day, but I seem to recall 
uh, everyone wearing uh, cardigan sweaters to, to oh, studio wow. when we recorded with Mr. Rogers, or at least Danny did. Yeah. I think, I, I don't know, I hope I'm not making that story up. I'm pretty sure I'm not. But, you know, so I, I yeah, I would attribute that to, to its, to its long-time success, and also the kind of, yeah, the, the, the authentic experience of growing up, of making mistakes, of learning things, that stuff doesn't change, you know? Uh, and, and Arthur and DW and Buster and Binky and Brain and Muff, they've, they've been doing that. They've all been, you know, messing up and doing, making all the mistakes in the show, you know, explore some new ground too for, for, uh, for, for animated territory and, 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 yeah, I think deserves a, a bit of credit for uh, for being brave. Absolutely. Uh, a couple of rapid-fire questions before we sure. finish up here. Um, going a little bit off topic, uh, you're on Twitter, at Bruce Dinsmore, and I can't help but notice you're a big hockey fan, hockey player yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just, I just got to know, we uh, as we're recording this tonight, is Game 7, uh, Lightning versus the Capitals. Who you got for the Stanley Cup 2018? Who's taking it home? You know what? I'd be ha- I'd be happy with uh, I'd be happy with either Ovi. I'd be happy with the Capitals. Mm-hmm. I'd be thrilled with Vegas. That's a crazy story. That's an amazing <laughs> yeah. story. I mean, I wanted Winnipeg. Uh, Winnipeg with that that series was intense, and mm-hmm. but they anyway. Kudos to them. They did well. So tonight, I think Ovechkin wins it, and then I think the the Golden Knights raise the big cup at the end of it. So I think, uh, but. You know, it's been amazing, so I'm still glued to my TV. But Awesome. Okay, so the final question is going to be maybe a bit of a thinker. Maybe it won't be, but i got to uh, know, between Dave Reed, Binky, and Bailey, who's your favorite? Oh, Binky. Oh, yeah? Oh, it's not even close. Wow. Oh, yeah, Binky's a... Uh... <laughs> Binky's a Binky's a rock star in 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 uh, in in my eyes. He's you know he's done so much. <laughs> he I I I actually meet some some serious fans mm-hmm. who who are a little you know they're a little upset that Binky lost his edge. Binky okay. still has his edge. He's still I still wouldn't mess with Binky. You so know like I wouldn't I wouldn't throw down with Binky if I was. If I was going for the puck in the corner with Binky, I would, you know, I might try and stick check him as opposed to, you know. (laughs) Wow, that's awesome. I mean, Binky is a big favorite of ours here at the podcast as well. And, I mean, this is is where we kind of wrap it all up to say... Uh, when it comes to why we do this in the first place, Elwood City limits the podcast. It wouldn't be anywhere without the great voice talent that has been on Arthur. And Binky being one of our favorites is thanks in no small part to you, Bruce. So uh, yeah. from myself and from my co-host, Lucas, and I'm sure from all the kids who listen to our show, to the kids at heart who still love Arthur, we want to say thank you very much for uh, all you've done for Arthur over the last uh, couple of decades. Oh, well, that's... that's uh... I'm getting all verklempt here. That's very, very lovely to hear. And uh, my sincere thank you back to you and your listeners and Lucas and, yeah, anyone anyone who Binky's touched over the years. And uh, finally, before before we get on out of here, any, anything else that you want to broadcast out there 
into the world? Uh, keep watching. There's more stuff coming. There's some. There's some good surprises coming. There's some. Uh, yeah. There's some. Uh, there's some good. Uh, good Arthur in the pipeline coming your way. Bruce, that's Bruce Dinsmore, the voice of Dave Reed, Binky, and Bailey on PBS's Arthur, still going strong 22 years later. Bruce, thank you very much for your time. Really appreciate it. My absolute pleasure, Will. All right. Take care. You too, Bruce. Thanks a lot. Cheers. <laughs> Take a pot and add a lot of codfish mash and kidney hash. Let's add some snails and catfish tails, some brains and feet. Can't wait to eat a sloppy scoop of runny glue, a squid on toast, a rhubarb roast, some tofu stew with extra goo left over squash. It's called goulash. Hey!